The text I've chosen for this afternoon is to help us prepare for Ash Wednesday coming up in a few days. And so this is a reading of uh, the 51st Psalm, a Psalm of David, after the prophet Nathan had come to him and confronted him about committing adultery with Bathsheba, another man's wife. So it is recorded for us, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions, wash away all of my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is before me always. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me. Create in me. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. And this is the reading of the word of God. It's one of my favorite psalms. I love Psalm 51. I used to pray it every, every day when I was young and uh, thought I knew what I was doing, and it helped anchor me uh, in the in the mercy of of God. And I love that phrase: "Create in me, O God, a, a pure heart." And it harkens back to the very first words of our Bible in Genesis, chapter one, verses one to three. It is recorded in the beginning. When God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep chaos. Then the breath from God swept over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. That word create is a significant word in the Bible. And it's only attributed to God. Only God creates, according to the Bible. And creation, as the theologian Eugene Peterson said, creation takes non-creation or anti-creation, that which is without form and is void, that which is without light, and makes something of it, gives it form and content, Non-creation or pre-creation is pictured as ocean waters deep and dark 
formless, anarchic, wild, unpredictable, death-dealing chaos. And into that environment, Genesis 1 erupts, and the breath of God hovers over the chaos and brings forth life. God breathes or blows over this chaos, and the breath of God is life and life-making. God breathing into life, into this unlife, into non-life, and creates life. And the Spirit of God that moved over the face of the waters in the beginning continues to move, continues to create. Create in the Bible is not confined to what the Spirit did, but to what the Spirit does. And so this Wednesday, you and I are going to be invited on a 40-day journey called Lent to examine the chaos that does reside still in our own hearts. Those things that we do that we don't even know why we do them. Those fears that erupt causing us to behave in ways we're just not pleased with. And we don't even know why we do it. And there's chaos that still rumbles around inside each of us. And the good news for me is that just as the breath, the Spirit of God, hovered over the original chaos and brought life, that same Spirit is active today and able to breathe and give life to the chaos that still, from time to time, erupts inside of me when my buttons get pushed and I get afraid and I fear there won't be enough and so I act selfishly or greedily. I mistreat the people in my life. That there is hope that the same Spirit that created all that is will breathe upon my own heart and bring life where there is the fear of death. And so I'm going to suggest or invite us for this Lenten season to when those moments come, and I trust they will come, that cause the chaos in us to erupt and that we say something or behave in a way that is just not who we want to be that we would be able to pause and reflect that the Spirit of the living God who created all that is is still hovering over us and can breathe life and can mend and can repair whatever the chaos in our life tries to disrupt. So this Lenten invitation it's a time to become self-reflective, to consider who we are, how we are, how we want to be. And also an invitation to consider the same one that created all that is, is alive, and can recreate within us that which we may have lost even hope for, because nothing is beyond the Creator's ability 
to create. And so we say, dear God, create in me a pure heart, a clean heart, that I might live to become all that you dream for me to be, and that these days would be filled with recreation of me during this season of Lent. So may it be so. Here is a, a prayer I brought to consider for this time of Lent. And it's a Jewish prayer. It's called the Prayer of Vidui. V-I-D-U-I. And this is a translation by my friend Rabbi Joshua Bodinger, who I believe has spoken here on, on occasions. He was good friends with Father Joel. And Rabbi Joshua translates this prayer of Vidui. It's a prayer that Jewish folks will pray maybe on Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, or they might also pray it as they near the end of their life as a reflection over how they have lived. And so this is Rabbi Joshua's translation of the prayer of Vidui. In the spirit and tradition of my fathers and mothers, I offer this prayer. O oh God, please forgive me for that which I need forgiveness for, for that which may still be heavy on my heart. Forgive me for the ways that I've missed the mark throughout my lifetime. Forgive me for the times that I've caused others pain. I did the best I could. And please forgive those who caused me pain. Forgive those who hurt me intentionally or unintentionally. May there be forgiveness and release from my soul. May it be possible now to experience a full healing, an opening, and allowing a great compassion for myself and for others. I acknowledge before my ancestors and the great mystery that I stand before that my life and death are out of my hands. May I be sheltered in the shadow of your great wings. May I be protected and guarded on this next journey, as I've been protected and guarded, on all the journeys that have brought me to this point. Protect my dear loved ones, with whose souls my soul is bound. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Amen. Amen.